0: Welcome in. It's going to be a very interesting uh, weather day today. Be uh, weather alert out there, of course. I can hear the, uh, the skies rumbling uh, outside here at Cavens uh, Group. Happy to be here following the Plank Show. Uh, we both love being out here. Great business, great uh, reputation throughout the state and the region. They do tremendous work with uh, all kinds of uh, uh, mold, water, extraction removal remediation all of that stuff Caven's is the very best in the business Uh, they do mold investigations water extraction sewage extraction structural drying mold removal emergency structural issues such as uh you know a car hitting a building tornadoes any kind of major damage you might have 12 yard dumpster rentals they will come get those you fill them up they come get them they do everything here at Cavens emergency services, uh, roofing, and maintenance, and inspections. They are the very best in the business. So happy to be out here on this uh, crazy looking uh, weather Thursday that uh, looks like uh, we're probably going to be watching some severe weather later this afternoon and tonight. They are in a lightning delay right now, in the Big 12 Softball Championship at Hall of Fame Stadium with Iowa State uh, leading Baylor. So far, Iowa State has dominated this matchup. They're in the top of the sixth again with a lightning delay. And the Baylor Bears, the only team to beat Oklahoma this season, are hitless through six innings in this matchup. Parker Thune back in the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios. How are you doing?
1: Well, happy David Payne Day, Steely. I'm looking forward to hunkering down this evening. And I tell you, if there is a day that you want to have Gary Cavins on speed dial. Today is that day.
0: Yes, no doubt. No doubt about it. And uh, like I said, man, all you have to do is give them a call here in the Norman, Oklahoma City area. It's 405-573-3048. That is 405-573-3048. Uh, any issue you might have, you know, with hail damage, uh, any kind of problem you have, they're, they're almost your emergency bullpen call, Right. You know, they should be pay, playing uh, Timmy Trumpet when they come down the road. They've got so many crews that will get you taken care of, and they will do it quickly and professionally at a fair price. And uh, the reason that Cavens keeps getting business over and over and over again is they treat the customer right. They do the job right the first time here at Cavens Group. All right, uh, let's start in the world of recruiting. Zadavian Sims, that announcement will be coming down in nine days on uh, May 20th, which uh, will be a Saturday, and uh, you're thinking that is a battle that Oklahoma is probably leading, and Oregon is their main competition, is that right?
1: Yeah, and I know Adavian Sims, not long after announcing his commitment date yesterday, put out that he's going to be taking an official visit to Vanderbilt in June, I think he also publicized that he's going to OV to TCU as well, so... Look, obviously he's not being forthcoming about everything unless he just plans to commit to Oregon and then keep taking visits, but uh, I said it yesterday, I've said it throughout the week, we've said it for a while now actually, Oklahoma appears to have the inside track with Zadavian Sims, and to me the announcement of the Vanderbilt official visit and the TCU official visit, it all seems like a smokescreen to try and throw people off the scent of what is likely to be a commitment to Oklahoma on May 20th. So that is my feeling as things stand right now. Look, this is recruiting. Things change. A lot of people will hear me say that and be like, well, he's hedging. No, you just have to be prepared for what inevitably happens in the world of recruiting day after day, week after week, year after year, which is, and you saw it earlier this week with the Jordan Tyson situation, things can turn on their head in a hurry. But right now, I like where Oklahoma sits with Zedavian Sims, the four star defensive lineman at a Durant.
0: That's right. You got to call it Durant. If you're really from Oklahoma, it's Durant. Kind of like Washington is Washington, right? Plank should know. Plank should know that. All right. So we're here at Cavins. Uh The other part of that question is where do you think the Sooners are? This has a chance to be an elite. Class, last year's total class, number four in the country, was certainly elite, something that Oklahoma needed coming off a of six- and seven-season, no doubt. But this has to be a very special class in terms of uh, landing some really good interior defensive linemen and some uh, outside-edge defensive linemen who can get after the quarterback. Where do you think Oklahoma is standing right now with uh, the, the couple five-stars uh, with uh, Will Winery? And David Stone and all those four stars, they're in on as well.
1: Yeah, well, right now, I would peg Oklahoma as the leader not just for Zedavian Sims, but also for Stone, Will Nguyenary, for Joseph Jonah Ajonye whom we have now dubbed Joey Big Fish. So they lead for Joey Big Fish, and they also lead for Nigel Smith, in my mind. So five elite nationally regarded defensive linemen that Oklahoma's in the driver's seat for. And I also really like where they sit with Wyatt Gilmore out of the state of Minnesota and Jay Sean Ross from Missouri, too. So Miguel Chavis, to a certain extent, is going to be able to pick whoever he wants in the class of 2024. And Todd Bates, I know he took a lot of heat, took a lot of flack for what didn't go Oklahoma's way in his first recruiting cycle on Oklahoma's staff. But the things that he's poised to do in 2024 are are watershed things to say the very least steely
0: well you got to close the deal that's the main thing that obviously uh, it sounds good to hear the sooners are in the lead and uh, it looks like it has a chance to be a special elite class on the defensive line i don't know how far back we'd have to go to see you know if the sooners get all those players those prospects that you're talking about that you think they're leaning on right now or leading on uh, then it has a chance to be one of the best uh, classes uh, in terms of defensive line prospects the Sooners have had. I don't know. Would you go all the way back to the Selman brothers? I don't know. And uh, obviously, uh, Lucius was uh, ahead of uh, Leroy and Dewey in terms of getting to Oklahoma. Uh, Leroy and Dewey came together. Obviously, they were the same age, but it has a chance to be you know, that kind of a group. Now, look, I'm not going to say, you know, these guys, three of them are not going to be the Selman brothers. But in terms of reputation in high school, this is a great chance uh, for the Sooners to do something special. And, again, um, what are the chances? They get both five stars right now looking pretty good, looking pretty good. So, Again, we'll see if Oklahoma can close the deal on uh, those prospects. All right, so we got a lot happening. We've got uh, Cade McFarlane coming up at 135. Sooner women's softball team, the Sooner softballers will not play until tomorrow. uh, Scheduled to play at 1 o'clock. We'll see what happens with the weather. Right now we still have uh, clouds hovering over Hall of Fame Stadium. Uh, There is a lightning delay that is going on. Uh, they're trying to get back out there. looks like fans are coming back out into the stands. They haven't covered the field with a tarp or anything, so we may be able to play here shortly. Iowa State, the five-seed, leading four-seeded Baylor, three to nothing in the top of the sixth inning. And again, so far in this game, the Baylor Bears have not uh, recorded a hit. So there being no hit by Iowa State. Winner of this game will play the Sooners tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Again that is very much uh, you know up in the air in terms of the uh, starting time if they can get all the games in today we'll see but uh, that is scheduled to be the uh, start time tomorrow for Oklahoma in the winter of this game. did you hear this morning that TJ Perry uh, came after you a little bit I mean we're supposed to be a big radio family here right that's what that's what I hang on
1: TJ came after me
0: yeah TJ. PJ, this was on uh, the T-Row of the morning show, and uh, they were upset about the text line and the references, and uh, it sounds like they blamed you. Here's how the exchange went down this morning, folks, and then we want to get Parker's reaction.
2: The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Sometimes, just when I want to feel hip, I just call it the Knippelmeyer text line.
0: <laughs> Thank
3: you. Uh, Thank you for not calling it what the guys in the afternoon call it. That's uncomfortable.
2: Are they still making the jokes about it? Yes. Now, grow up. Like all of you, grow up. I, I I, I said this last week, didn't I? Didn't I get on to yeah. everyone last week? You did. Quit being idiots. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. Except to Parker Thune, who's like a 40-year-old virgin, and he's like giggles at everything, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Now, I want to make it abundantly clear that Parker Thune is not 40 years old, all right? He's not 40 years old. And uh, we do have a clip, though, however, of Parker getting a body waxing treatment uh, the other day where, I don't know, he sounds like he was terrified. we have that clip, too?
3: No! Kelly Clarkson! Oh,
1: wow! Oh, I hate you! I hate you! Stop smiling! You do it! Just hold. Okay, here we go. Oh, no. Yep, yep. One, ah! Down! You should burn it out! Okay. All right. No, seriously, I think I'm done. Ooh, I think we're done. I think that's good.
0: There you go. I guess uh, Parker getting that treatment before the wedding, of course, probably a good idea, but very painful there. Now, what is the official Parker Thune response to the T.J. Perry uh Coming after you a little bit there. Gosh, you I, have an I official didn't expect statement? to have
1: to deal with this. I'm kind of having to gather my thoughts on the fly here. I wasn't prepared to make an official statement in response to this. I, like, I, I just want to emphasize, first off, before I craft an official statement, it was not I who dubbed the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line the nip. We have dozens of texters on the text line who began calling it that immediately i'm just along for the ride i give the people what they want i am a man of the people
0: but he's accusing you of fanning the flames of immaturity on the text line is what i heard
1: listen what is sports radio for if not immaturity that is my question
0: well you're you're talking to the uh, mr maturity right here of course at uh, nearly 60 years old playing beavis and butthead clips still but No, I was a little surprised. I got a good, uh, I got a half chuckle, as Bob Stoops once said, out of that when I heard it. And I thought, all right, I got to mark that. We're going to have to play it back and get Parker's official response. TJ was a little bit uh, intimidated when I left the building this morning to head over here to Cavens. He goes, You're just going to get Parker mad at me. I said, I don't think Parker gets mad, but he will have an official response. So you need to get with your PR team and craft one of those. Yeah,
1: I guess that's going to be the task this afternoon. I'm going to call in the PR folks and start coming up with my official statement to air tomorrow.
0: All right, let's play it one more time. If you're just joining us, this was uh, T.J. Perry's assault on uh, Parker Thune's character early this morning on the T.R.O. in the morning show. Basically blaming Parker Thune for the, uh, the text line immaturity. Here it is. The
2: Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Sometimes, just when I want to feel hip, I just call it the Knippelmeyer text line.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you for not calling it what the guys in the afternoon call it. That's
2: uncomfortable. Are they still making the jokes about it? Yes. Uh, grow up. Like all of you, grow up. I... I, I said this last week, didn't I? Didn't I get on to yeah. everyone last week? You did. Quit being idiots. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. Except to Parker Thune, who's like a 40-year-old virgin, and he's like giggles at everything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I sound like, Steely?
1: I
0: don't know. Try giggling, and let's see.
1: I can't even replicate the noise yeah. you just made. I don't know if my well, voice goes that high. Well, here's the deal. Maybe you we can get involved... Ian Boyd on the uh, Riverwind Casino jackpot line <laughs> to try to make that sound for us.
0: The uh, you were recently. You just came out of a recruiting war. Now you're you're right there entrenched in a radio war with one of your colleagues. I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe this won't uh, result in anything, but uh, TJ Cleary clearly throwing down the gauntlet this morning. We've got in on the on the morning show at the ref. Yeah. We've yeah, got. Yeah, we in don't fighting. need that. Don't need that. We, you know, we need to develop a great chemistry and a great culture here, and I think TJ might be a threat to that. With what he did there.
1: I might not need to craft an official statement. When we come back from break, it seems like the text line has coalesced behind me. So we'll let Uh-oh. them render a judgment.
0: All right. Sounds good. All right. 405-651-3439 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. And uh, thanks to Tim Lasher, Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. Another great company. Tim Lasher, great sooner, great company. Heating and air needs. That is the place to call. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. We'll get back and go to the text line next here on the ref. It's uh, it's going down for real uh, in the ref offices, it looks like, after uh, T.J. Perry called out uh, Parker Thune, blaming him for the issues on the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. 405 651 3439. And the uh, TJ attack on uh, Parker's character was the Ortho Central clip of the day, by the way. Ortho Central with clinics in Norman, Midwest City, and now a new Tri City location. They're in Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. These full service clinics treat orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. All right, 405 651 3439. We are getting back underway at Hall of Fame Stadium. Iowa State leading Baylor in the top of the sixth inning, 3 to nothing, and uh, no hitting Baylor in this first opening game of the Big 12 tournament, now getting back underway in OKC at Hall of Fame Stadium. Sooners play the winner of this matchup tomorrow, uh, hopefully at 1 o'clock, but we'll see what the weather does. But they're scheduled to play the winner of this matchup tomorrow at 1 all right, you want to go to the text line? Yes,
1: the text line is defending my honor. I love okay. you all. A listener in the 817 says, Parker, tell TJ that Aunt B is going to make him a pie tonight and everything will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> a listener in the 918 says, Immaturity is a must. That's why the morning guys get low ratings. Ooh, shot across yeah, the bow. Yeah, the morning
0: guys get fine ratings. but shot across uh, the TJ, no,
1: Actually, TJ their ratings gets- are very good. I, I We must acknowledge that.
0: TJ's officially joined the olds now, though, with that take. Yeah, you he's think? getting a little crotchety Maybe. in his old age. I Jeez. mean, he's got an Archie Bunker uh, chair at home. He's probably got a TV dinner ready for himself, TV dinner tray, and everything.
1: Oh, Shane in Newcastle coming with a little vinegar. He says TJ doesn't wear the pants in his household. His wife runs the show, and he eats turkey bacon.
0: Hmm. Well, that's true. He is. It's A1 in turkey bacon. Ugh. Joe from Guthrie
1: says, hashtag we stand with Parker. Another listener in the 918 says, hashtag team Thune. Ty from Bartlesville says, we are officially coming for TJ's head. No one makes fun of Parker except his fiance. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag TJ sucks. will be trending on Twitter by tonight. Let's get it going, ref army. Also, someone, someone referred to, I won't read the full text because it's kind of mean, but someone referred to TJ as a Bud Light drinking mule shoe sympathizer. In Oklahoma, I don't know which of those things is more damning these days. Drinking Bud Light or sympathizing with Shoe.
0: Wow. Uh, now that is, uh, you, you never want to be a part of that comparison, right?
1: <laughs> I can't read all of the If you people are going to text, you have to make your texts readable. Like, if the FCC is going to sanction us for reading these texts, I can't read them on air. Apparently, the dump button doesn't work, so we don't even get a free pass here. <laughs> Sooner Gundy says, I'm not even sure what happened, but it's not Parker's fault. Uh, from the 918. I it's can't... TJ's
0: fault. We know that.
1: <laughs> Michael from Missouri says, TJ brags on his air fryer. Enough said. Oh, man. From the 949, <laughs> this is a good one. Does this mean TJ is going to get a three-show suspension, a $1,000 fine, and sensitivity training? <laughs>
0: Oh man, I'm still I still can't believe the Bob Huggins conversation, you know. And I, you know, I look Bob Huggins after uh, Jim Bayheim stepped down. Bob Huggins is the winningest active coach in college basketball, but I still can't believe that conversation. I, you know, I did the punishment fit the crime? Probably not. I should everybody absolutely who says something stupid and insensitive like that get fired? We, we've we gone way too overboard. Some of them absolutely do. I mean, you can tell, well, that's a flat-out, you know, that guy's got issues. Bob Huggins is an old guy who thought he was, you know, hamming it up with some of his buddies at a rest home or something. And look, I'm not condoning what he said. It wasn't good. But in a way, I, I kind of like that he kept his job. I'm not sure, again, the, the punishment fit the crime. But I, I still – Parker, I still can't believe that conversation. I can't believe the host, too. It was like – where, you guys think you're at? like, some local watering hole there? You're on a radio show. What are you doing? Very strange. Okay, 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439 on... The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet Text Line.
1: Are you hanging out with Duke Steely? Is that why? It, is that why there was that pause? Could you needed to stop to give Duke his pats?
0: Yeah. Well, actually, Duke I think is home because of the severe weather situation. So no oh, Duke dang. today. Duke, yeah.
1: Duke can't hang on David Payne days.
0: I, I think he wants to watch David's David Payne. That may be the issue because we've got two softball games right now going on, and Baylor does have finally a. Uh, a hit in this game. It's still trailing Iowa State. It's four nothing, by the way. Now Iowa State four nothing over Baylor
1: from the four oh two. In reference to the Bob Huggins clip, the guy who does the Locked On Big Twelve show was let go for playing that clip. But Bob, I gets saw the that. Yeah, that was BS. Josh, yeah, that- Josh Neighbors will land on his feet. He will, but that was BS.
0: Look, I I'm all for us. You know, actually having some empathy in our society because I think we're lacking in many ways. Nobody can empathize with anybody's situation, any group situation. But we, I do think we've taken it to an extreme in some ways where, you know, I, I wish that we could find a middle ground in a lot of situations. But in this day and age, man, if you don't have a take that's either super extreme on either side, you know, there's no nuance to any situation. Um, but, yeah, I thought the guy from the uh, Big 12 deal, I thought that was uh, ridiculous.
1: <laughs> the text line is still going off on TJ Perry. So See, I, my, what I find invigorating is the fact that I never have to fight these battles. I just let the text line do it for me. Seth in Piedmont says, I stand with Parker, hashtag free the nip. A listener in the 405 says, be careful. TJ will open a can of whooping cream with his electric can opener.
0: (laughs) I love that these people listen so intently, too. That was such a great uh, debate on the uh, manual can opener versus electric. (laughs) TJ's got a lot of appliances. Now, if you're wondering, well, what did TJ say? He came after Parker. He basically is calling Parker out as the man who started this uh, wildfire with the uh, tawdry nature that sometimes has been associated with the text line now, with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Here's what was said again. This was this morning on uh, the T-Row in the Morning Show and what, TJ, the salvo that was fired in Parker's direction.
2: The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, sometimes just when I want to feel hip, I just call it the Knippelmeyer text line.
3: (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Thank you for not
2: calling it what the
3: guys in the afternoon call it. That's uncomfortable.
2: Are they still making the jokes about it? Yes. Now grow up. Like all of you, grow up. I I I I said this last week, didn't I? Didn't I get on to yeah. everyone last week? You did. Quit being idiots. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. Except to Parker Thune, who's like a 40-year-old virgin and he's like giggles at everything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> My question, Steely, is
1: how, how many stray shots have I completely missed and been oblivious to because I don't listen to the radio all day? Like, is this a regular thing on the morning show and I'm just not aware of it?
0: I am usually tuned in every morning when I'm starting to do some radio prep and other stuff. It it hasn't been often, but today that was a clear, uh, you know, the missiles were aimed at uh, at your administration and they, you know, I don't know if they did any damage because, you know, you have your uh, legions of fans coming to your defense.
1: Doc, who listens every day from up in Coos Bay, Oregon, says, Given my world, I need the text line immaturity for my sanity. Hashtag Team Thune.
0: (laughs) You know, that's kind of the way I feel because, man, this world's tough enough in this day and age. You open up social media and you're like, oh, wow, cesspool. You know what? And it's not changing anytime soon. But I do. We all need a good laugh. We, we need uh, more than a, uh, a few. We need a bunch every day. So I, I agree with that sentiment. Thank you very much. All right. We are here at a great place. Gary Cavens going to join us. Uh, tell us what's going on with Cavens here at Cavens Group in the next segment. Uh, always get some great information from Gary Cavens. Great dude. Great company. Cavens Group. Happy to be here again on a Thursday. Iowa State Baylor. Baylor threatening here a little bit in the sixth inning. We'll keep you updated. Winner plays OU tomorrow, the dominant team in college softball. Tomorrow, supposedly at 1 o'clock. We'll see. Coming right back on the ref. Keep it here. Welcome back here at Cavens Group. Mike Steely here on this Thursday. It is a, a nasty uh, weather-looking uh, Thursday. They are playing right now at Hall of Fame Stadium, 4-1 now. Iowa State, top of the seventh, leading Baylor. Winner moves on to play the Sooners tomorrow at 1 o'clock in the Big 12 softball tournament. Gary Cavens joining us, the man here at Cavens Group. And uh, you were saying you had a very busy morning. You've got a lot of uh, mold at jobs that you're taking care of today. And we were talking about this because we love to talk mold off the air. Who doesn't love to talk mold, right? That's right. But uh, mold can not only be a problem structurally in your home, obviously, but it can be very expensive because insurance companies, mm, they're not real helpful there, so You need to, if you think you might have a mold problem, you need to try and nip that in the bud or it becomes a problem in all caps, right?
4: That's right. You know, so insurance companies, every insurance policy is different. Some policies cover some of the insurance, uh, uh, some of the mold remediation. Some of them call, cover all of it. Some of them cover none of it. They have exclusions. So every policy is different. So that's just something as a homeowner or a business owner, when you're doing your insurance every year, you need to be aware of. Um, and, you know, the other thing that's big, and it's the most important part of all, is if you have a water intrusion issue, whether it's a roof leak uh, water come groundwater coming in um, a siding leak or something built some kind of leak like that you've got to get it resolved in a timely manner before mold grows so mold grow mold can start growing if the uh, if it has food and humidity and everything's just right the temperature's just right in 24 hours uh, from a uh, water entering the building. Um, yeah, it, it sounds kind of
0: weird, though. You're saying mold needs to eat, too. It's not like you're leaving a bag of Doritos out there for mold. So what? how does mold feed on something in your home and grow?
4: So that's a great question. And the mold will look for anything uh, cell, cellulose-based. It'll look at, like, the paper on the back of your insulation. It'll grow on the uh, back of your sheetrock, the paper on the back of your sheetrock. It'll glow, grow into your carpet. It'll grow... Um, you know and then if it biofilms over it can grow inside the insulation it can glow on your blinds it can grow on the exterior of the walls uh, sheetrock walls once it does that i mean it, it it can get the longer it's there the more aggressive it can get basically it's, it just gets stronger as it gets as it continues to grow
0: and the thing is a lot of these issues, again, if they're, it's like a lot of other issues. If you get on top of it and, you you know, if you think you see discoloration in your ceiling or something, uh, what are the signs that people need to be looking for before a problem like this can get out of hand?
4: So if you have any kind of water intrusion, any water staining on your ceiling or your walls or anything like that, then the process is is starting, and you need to get that water issue resolved before it becomes an issue so at that point what we recommend is a water intrusion investigation to figure out how the water is getting in and get it fixed and get it resolved and then um hopefully it doesn't become a mold problem if you get to it fast enough it think of it
0: like as the old uh, creature feature now i'm old enough to remember the old steve mcqueen movie the blob when the blob first arrived it was very small not very dangerous and by the middle of the movie, it had uh, consumed everything in a drive-in theater. It was that big. Think of mold as a potential problem. And again, think about when you're trying to resell your home. What a disaster that could be. You now, know,
4: a hundred percent. And you also got to think about uh, landlords that own rental properties, um, you know, tenants and, and stuff like that. That's a major issue we see a lot of, too, you know, and, and, you you know, the tenants have to, you know, as a tenant, you need to let your landlord know if there's an issue so that he can resolve that water intrusion issue, intrusion issue before it becomes an issue, you know, and, and, and the, we went out on a deal this week where it was that scenario. Landlord called us to come out and look at an issue. It was an older home, and it and basically the bathroom had no exhaust. They weren't, you know, using the window that was in there or anything like that. And then uh, basically it, it was an old home, and it had sheetrock walls in the shower, which is never a good thing, never a good thing. Um, and basically it had some holes, and water was getting behind the shower, behind the tile, behind the walls, and the framing and stuff, and it just contained – nobody dealt with it. And, and then finally they um, – Basically became a, a mold outbreak in that area, and so it's one of those things where you know we're going to leave that property nameless and everything, of course. But it's one of those things where you know communication's key. If if there's water getting into the home or the business, let your boss know, let your landlord know, let you know, let us know, so we can come out and do a water intrusion investigation for you and see what's going on. Why is it, why is it getting in there? Something is in the building pocket is allowing that water to get in there. And then if you let it go, I mean, mold will start to grow and it will become a bit much, much bigger problem.
0: All right, before we let you go, we've got, uh, looks like, another bout with severe weather uh, coming in later this afternoon tonight. So not only mold, obviously the environment's out there uh, for that with all the water and, the, you know, we're going to get more of that tonight, but also roofing. You guys, Chris Smith, the, the group here, uh, Kevin's group do a great job. Uh, tell everybody what you do roofing-wise, because you're considered one of the best.
4: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, for sure, uh, Chris does an outstanding job. We do free roof inspections. Uh, we do emergency t- uh, tarping, emergency repairs. Uh, then we do general repairs and Replacement too. So, roofing, you know, we're one stop shop when it comes to roofing. Just give us a call, we can help you out. But, you know, tonight with the storms coming in, if you got hail damage or anything like that, broken windows, we got emergency board up crews on standby, tarping crews on standby. If you have flooding issues, like your building floods or your home floods from groundwater intrusion or anything like that, we have extraction crews on standby ready to go to come help you and get your property dried out so that you don't have mold. There
0: you go. In uh, Norman, Oklahoma City, the number to remember. Jot this down. Put it in, uh, put it in your phone. Do that. That way, if you ever run into one of these issues, you've got Kaven's number right there, and they'll respond quickly, faster than anybody else in the business. 405-573-3048. 405-573-3048 in the Tulsa area, 918-282-7612. On all the social media, it's Cavens Group, C-A-V-I-N-S, Cavens Group. Gary, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you.
4: I appreciate you.
0: Gary Cavens joining us. Mr. uh, Mr., uh, I would say he's like the Mariano Rivera coming out of the bullpen uh, to solve any problem. Mariano Rivera, you could always – Count on Mariano coming out and uh, closing it out for the Yankees. Any emergency situation, think of uh, Gary and Kaven's group as the uh, best reliever in the history of baseball coming to solve your issue. All right, why don't we take a quick timeout right here, Parker. That way we will save everybody uh, a couple extra minutes to get to as many texts as we can in our next segment here from Kaven's. Mike Steely here at Cavins group. Parker Thune back in the Buffalo Wild Wing studio Good to have you along for a little radio journey together until 2 o'clock today, right here on the home of Sooner fans, the ref. Iowa State is pouring it on Baylor. They have plated uh, four runs in the uh, top of the seventh inning lead. Baylor now 8-1 to one at Hall of Fame Stadium, so it looks like it's going to be Iowa State in Oklahoma tomorrow at 1 o'clock. We'll have to uh, see if that schedule holds true due to the weather coming into the area and how many games they're able to get in today, but we shall see. By the way, this Saturday night, be out at Riverwind Casino for a uh, momentous event, the 15K Momentous Occasions promotion, where they're going to be doing a bunch of uh, random hot seat drawings, and you want to be there this Saturday night. The preliminary drawings will be held every 30 minutes beginning at 6 p.m. and will last to 11.30 p.m. And, uh, again, two winners uh, each half hour are going to receive $500 in cash and $500 in bonus play each. So be out at Riverwind, be at a machine, be there, have your wild card. Hopefully you'll hear your name called and win. $500 in cash or bonus play. And then just before midnight, two grand prize winners will be selected to receive $1,500 in cash or $1,500 in bonus play each. So that's happening this Saturday night as they have the big uh, random drawings for the 15K. Momentous occasions promotion happening this Saturday night. Prelims at 6 o'clock running to 1130 Again, bunch of winners are going to win a bunch of money and a bunch of bonus play, and then uh, two grand prize winners selected in the uh, final drawing just before midnight. Over at Riverwind Casino, simply the best. All right, uh, Parker, let's get as many texts in as we can. Let's do it.
1: Camo Sooner says maybe TJ and Parker can come together and resolve this beef over a nice Tara Humara's dinner. You know, I told you, Steely, I was going to Tara Humara's last night for dinner, and. I went, I had fajitas, I had a sopapilla. It somewhat redeemed my TARS experience. I will say they get the food out there fast, man. The service, in terms mm-hmm. of speed and efficiency, pretty yeah. dang good. I, I maintain that TARS is not elite. I, I stand by that take.
0: But You calling it TAR Tamar? Uh, see, I'm Shay's dad <laughs> still with me. TAR Hamar is a, a three-star or four-star? Not a five-star, right?
1: Yeah, it's a high three for me. High three-star. Okay. Yeah.
0: So it was. it's basically at Sammy Omicigo's stage going into his senior year, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much. He's okay. got the potential to rise uh, from the 918. Steely needs to become a boxing promoter or something. He's a good instigator. Thune <laughs> Perry main event with Eckert Plank on the
0: undercard. Uh, I like it. No, I heard that clip this morning, and I thought, all right, I went to my notepad and put 625. All right, go back and get that clip. Did uh, TJ just call Parker a 40-year-old virgin and do a weird cackling laugh? He did, so we're going to run it back, yes.
1: Jesse G so. adds, I love how Steely stirs the pot and then steps back with clean hands.
0: Nailed it. That's That's how you do it. You just, all I had to do was play the audio. I wasn't calling my colleague a 40 year old virgin. The man's getting married soon, all right? And all I said was, I know for a fact that Parker is not 40 years old. That's all I said.
1: From the 918, I don't have Twitter, don't want Twitter. Furthermore, don't need Twitter. Amen to that. But I do have Kref and the NIP. So my advice, parse your words carefully, TJ or Thunes Goons of the KREF Army shall be released
0: upon you. <laughs> Thunes Goons, I like that. All right, so in case you didn't hear the clip, this is what uh, TJ said this morning. He was on T-Row, you can tell, uh, because T-Row is uh, the second oldest man on the station, right? Is he older than TJ? I'm not positive. But clearly, I am the old uh, the AARP guy here, and there's no doubt. I'll be in Depend soon. But you could tell that T. Rowe, t is much more mature than me. So you could tell that, that T. Row is a little bit disappointed in the uh, the toudre nature of some of these comments about the text I'm Like, hey, look, can Myer Chevrolet is getting great mileage out of this, man. Great. I mean, uh, unbelievable. But here's what was said on the T. Row in the Morning show where T.J. I believe, came with a direct verbal assault at Parker Thune.
2: The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Sometimes, just when I want to feel hip, I just call it the Knippelmeyer text line.
3: (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Thank you for not calling it what the guys in the afternoon call it. That's uncomfortable.
2: Are they still making the jokes about it? Yes. Uh, Grow up. Like, all of you, grow up. I I said this last week, didn't I? Didn't I get on to everyone last week? You did. Quit being idiots. It's not funny except to Parker Thune who's like a 40-year-old virgin and he's like giggles at everything you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think TJ might be able to play the uh, wicked witch of the west in the wizard of oz there you put the outfit on he's got the cackle right there right
1: I'm trying to think what that sounds like it doesn't it doesn't really sound like the the witch it sounds like something i can't place it
0: I don't know. It may be if we put, I'll get you, my pretty, and then insert that. And then in your little dog, too, right afterwards. Somebody in the
1: 918 says, TJ has never been on with Teddy, and it shows.
0: <laughs> oh, so good. But didn't T-Row sound like a disappointed father, and that was kind of like the uncle, and they were sitting in some reclining chairs? And uh, the mature father kind of says, yeah, I just can't, you know, those those kids can't believe they're doing that. Just, and then just, TJ just, is the uncle at Thanksgiving that's had like seven natural lights before the football <laughs> game kicks off <laughs> and takes it to the next level.
1: Oh, Justin in Newcastle says, TJ sounds like he wants to speak to the manager. Total Karen moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sooner gundy says tj could play mule shoe oh boy (laughs) sam from wayne kind of sounds like the gopher in caddyshack
0: a little bit yeah yeah not bad
1: man i can't (laughs) i can't read all of these you people have to make these fcc appropriate um from the 918 it's not funny except to parker Thune and over three-fourths of the text line Brazilian sooner, you're right. Steel man needs some laughter in the day. Appreciate you guys and try to listen most days.
0: It's a crazy world out there. You know it is. It's a uh, it is a world where people are ready to pounce, especially the uh, social media sphere, Twitter, everything else. People are ready to pounce. You need to have some fun in your life. Who knows? The meteor, the sun is moving closer. The meteor could arrive every day. Think about what you say and what you tweet. The TJ clearly was not today because he, if the meteor hit today and those were the last words he said about Parker Thum, in the afterlife he would be very disappointed.
1: From the 580, one more text before we close out the hour. Funny how y'all promote the text line with a fake indignation and banner. With that, I'll be going to Meyer to buy a truck.
0: There you go. There you go. All right. uh, Tuscany, Bob Stoops, are listening to TJ get absolutely dragged by Steely on Sports and Parker Thune is making my day. Finally, someone calling him out for being the biggest cool dude in Oklahoma City Radio. (laughs) Why, come on, Tuscany. TJ is a wonderful, wonderful individual. I just, all I'm doing is playing the audio that was on the airwaves today. I'm an impartial observer here, played the audio, backed away. I'm letting our jury decide, the ref army. That's it. All right, here at Cavens Group on a Thursday. Hope you all are having a good Thursday. Be weather aware. Later this afternoon to tonight. Coming back right here on the ref. Yes, yes, we do. I am here at Cavens Group, a great place. Love being out here. Duke is uh, Duke, the Wonder Dog is uh, back home today uh, getting ready to watch severe weather, I think, with the fam. And uh, I did finally bond with the other dog, uh, Simba, last week. Simba's the one who is uh, Cavens security around here. If anybody comes to the door, Simba's going to let you know, hey, I'm here, and I'm here to protect the fam here at Cavens Group. Duke is the more laid-back one, but Simba finally said, you know what, I think this old man that comes in here is actually all right, so I'm going to come make sure that I know I'm good with him now. So that was a big moment here last week. All right, it is official. Oklahoma will play Iowa State tomorrow at 1 o'clock if uh, the schedule holds true, and depending on what happens, they can get all the games in tonight, Uh, depending on the weather that comes in uh, again that's supposed to come in later today and this evening in the Oklahoma City area, but Iowa State dominated Baylor 8-1 to the final. Iowa State, eight runs, 16 hits, no errors. Baylor, one run on two hits and two errors. So rough day for the Baylor Bears. So Iowa State and Oklahoma tomorrow, uh, we think it's going to happen again. It's still scheduled to start at 1 o'clock tomorrow at Hall of Fame Stadium. All right. Uh, by the way, I'm a Tuscany, I appreciate your tweet, but thank you. But – I want to say this. I'm just messing around here. I adore T.J. Perry. I don't agree that he's a radio dud. I think T.J. is really good. I think he's an outstanding program director, a fine human being, and I like the man a lot. Dare I say I love the man. So, yes, we're not everything. – I've always told people pretty much everything I do – uh outside of, you know, even talking about sports uh, sometimes, there's, there's not a lot of seriousness here. You know what I'm saying? We're just having fun with stuff. So I just want to make that clear. I think most people get it. They know we're just messing around, but I'm just saying. Although TJ did sound like a very old man there. He sounded older than me, and that's hard to do. All right, uh, Parker. I want to play a clip that we played a year ago from one Thad Turnipseed. Do you want to explain to everybody, and I'm sure most Sooner fans know, but maybe those who don't know, who Thad Turnipseed is and what he does?
1: Thad Turnipseed is the mob boss of Brent Venable's staff. He wants something done, it gets done. That is the most succinct way I can put it.
0: So he's like Junior Soprano and... uh, Brent is like Tony, maybe. Or maybe maybe Brent is Michael Corleone, but Thad Turnip Seed is Don Corleone before Don Corleone met his demise. Maybe. Is that how we're looking at it?
1: I've never seen that movie.
0: So. Oh, that's right. Say, There goes the plane, ladies and gentlemen, taking off, flying right over. We're, we are going to buy – can we get a GoFundMe to get a – a DVD collection bought for Parker Thune of the great old movies that he's missed and uh, we'll start with the godfather we'll get him the the complete series set of the sopranos and make sure that this man at some point maybe you guys can watch the sopranos on your honeymoon you might be able to get it done there um, who knows but we I think we need to go fund me for Parker to get him a set of DVds Anyway, but no, you're right. Uh, Thad Turnipseed was uh, at Alabama, at Clemson, and is a guy who gets things done. Football operations guy, right? And this is what uh, Thad Turnipseed said a year ago when he was asked, uh, why did you decide to come to Oklahoma with Brent? And here's what he had to say.
3: The number one reason
4: is because of Brent Venables. Um, I I think he's going to be the face of college football. Um, I love the guy. I think he's, um, like I said, he's the closest thing to Nick, Nick Lou Saban that I've ever seen. The fact that he's a relentless recruiter, he loves recruiting, and he loves the, the game of football, the X's, O's, highly intelligent that. that. Um, and he's just a good man.
0: There you go. Now, Oklahoma fans, how you feeling a year later? Uh, after six and seven, you know, Nick Saban didn't come out just. Winning national championships immediately at Alabama—they had some issues, and of course he had one when LSU beat Oklahoma, uh, you know, back in the um, the early 2000s. So, how are you feeling right now? What I want to know, heading into this fall, what record or what are you looking to see that is going to make you feel better about Brent Venables and this staff? Now, some of you may be 100% bought in as it is already. I, I don't know if I am one hundred percent bought in. I am still a believer. I would go about eighty five percent, and some people will say, "Well, if you are eighty five percent, you are not bought in. You got to be totally bought in." But what is going to make you feel better, either record wise or something you want to see on the field, that is going to make you feel more confident? Maybe like you did last year, before Oklahoma finished the year at six and seven. What are you looking to see? That is what we're talking about on the Knippel Myers Chevrolet text line. Here for the next 20, 25 minutes before we bring on Cade McFarland, 405-651-3439. I would think that record-wise, like I said, with this schedule, I think like the floor should be nine. I really do.
1: I think to me the barometer for this football season as a whole, because we've talked about this schedule up and down, Steely, and... Oklahoma should breeze through non-conference play as easily as they bl- breezed through it a year ago. They ought to have no trouble with Cincinnati on the road or Iowa State at home. So, realistically, unless stuff hits the fan, much more so than we're anticipating, Oklahoma ought to be 5-0 and heading into the Red River shootout. And to me, that is the game, as is so often the case for Oklahoma, that game is going to be the game that dictates the direction and the overall tenor of the remainder of the season. If Oklahoma shows up and they win that football game and they beat Texas, which is probably pound for pound the most talented opponent that they're going to face all year, then all of a sudden you know what the narrative is going to become, Steely? It's going to become, well, this team can finish the regular season undefeated, and maybe that's the case. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you get through Texas unscathed. Yeah, it's all right there out in front of you. But it's important to recall this team hasn't gone undefeated over the course of a regular season since 2003, and they've had some really good teams since then. So it's not something I'm counting on. But if you can get past Texas, if you can be 6-0 and after the Red River shootout, if you're 5-1, and and I think the Sooners will be at minimum 5-1 and after that football game, you're feeling pretty good about the second half of the season and the remainder of Big 12 conference play. But if you're 6-0, and man, I think many will be willing, regardless of what happens down the stretch, many will be willing to bury what happened in year one and write it off as growing pains under Brent Venables.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you, and I think I really believe that this team should go at least 10-2 and two with that schedule. You should go 2-2 two two or better with this schedule. Now, you're right. You know, you can even look at the schedule, and let's say they get by Texas. They're You know, even really good teams, and I'm not saying Oklahoma is near that yet. Yeah, we'll see. Could they get there this year? They could. But, uh, you know, it's just hard to go undefeated. It really is. And there are going to be some games. You know, everybody's kind of taking Cincinnati for granted and maybe BYU for granted and Look, I think Oklahoma should win both games. I don't think Cincinnati is going to be the same. Uh, BYU was what? Didn't they win? Was it seven last year? I'm trying to remember. Anyway, but going out to Provo, OU's 0-2 against BYU in their history, Uh, that crowd's going to be fired up, um, you know, and that won't be a cakewalk game. Uh, But, again, I think that they're going to be better defensively. I don't think it's, is it possible they could lose all those one possession games again? It's possible, but unlikely. You should go 10 and two with that schedule. And I'm not bought in at Texas again. I've never totally bought in on Texas. You know, whether it's Quinn Ewers going in the draft where they're projecting eventually where he's going to go. Do they have a really good roster? Yeah, but Texas usually does have a really good roster. It's always been a culture deal. Um, I don't know how much last year's 49 to nothing debacle. Uh, helps Texas mentally in that game. Uh, it, it certainly can't hurt. But the Sooners used to have the, well, Oklahoma's going to find a way to win this game. Oklahoma's the tougher team uh, in most of the situations. Um, you know, do you kind of throw that one out because of the circumstances a year ago? It's going to be fascinating to see what plays out in the Cotton Bowl. But you should go 10-2 with that schedule. But I want to know what you guys think. 405 651 Thirty-four, thirty-nine on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. So let's do it.
1: Sky Chicken says, "Steel Man, if Venables' team doesn't get physically whipped like all of Mule Shoes' teams, I'm a hundred percent bought in." Another listener in the five eighty says, "I think we will be pleasantly surprised with a ten and two season, provided we stay healthy." Uh, another listener in the five one five says, "I want to see Brent patrolling the sidelines like a caged tiger." And another in the 405 says, I'd just like to see better game management from Brent.
0: Yeah, well, I I like that uh, take, the last two especially. And the others were good, too. But at times, I don't know. Look, a lot of times you think you're prepared for something, and you you are in a way, but you also aren't, in that you've never experienced that before. And whether it was I've done, uh, you know, thousands upon thousands of radio shows so when i started doing a streaming show i thought you know what and again it's not really it's gaming and sports and we mess around it's just a good time is what we do on the streaming show but i'd been on a microphone since i was you know 19 years old doing stuff but i was terrified when i started that streaming show because it was also new in the fact that i had to make sure the webcam was working the audio was working Scene transitions were working. I could look at my chat and see what was going on, all this other stuff that I'd never done before. And I was more nervous to hit go live on a stream than I was doing maybe my first ever radio show because I was prepared for it in a way, but I still wasn't prepared for what it was going to be like. And there were a few occasions last year where Brent, as great a coordinator as he was at Clemson, no doubt about it, uh, and look, he was a national championship, uh, you know, co-coordinator on the Oklahoma staff, obviously with Mike back in the day. But you know, it's different being a head guy. And at times, you know, they looked uh, confused there on the sidelines. You know, whether it was getting a call in or whatever, there was there was some confusion uh, at times. And maybe when we saw Brent with a look on his face, kind of a Brent or a blank look on his face, it was because of what was happening on the field. But I don't know, I but that that can only get better, right? Once you've been there, done that, and I would think knowing how uh, intricate they are and how they look at everything that they're figuring out a way how to handle game day situations better too. wouldn't you, Parker?
1: Yeah, I would. you know a lot of a lot of stuff that happened in year one was concerning, sure, but a lot also just comes down to a first year head coach making first year head coach mistakes and all of his assistants learning to operate in concert with one another. And year two will provide growth in that area. It's not going to be a wholesale change from last year. You're not instantly going to have all your problems solved. But there will be growth, and it's reasonable to expect that.
0: I concur. All right, 405-651-3439 on the Canippel-Meyer Chevrolet text line 405- 651-3439 651-3439 here at Caven's Group. You need mold investigations done, remediation done, restoration done, water, sewage, structural drying, mold remu- removal. They're the experts in all of that stuff. The best in the business, Caven's Group. Call them locally in Norman, Oklahoma City at 405-573-3048 or in Tulsa at 918- Two eight two seven six one two on all of social media, Caven's Group C A V I N S Caven's Group. We're coming right back here on the ref. There you go, little REO Speedwagon riding the storm out. You can see REO at Riverwind at the Showplace Theater, Man, the live version's better, but that's still pretty good. September 8th, one of the bands coming to the Showplace Theater as we uh, reopen the Showplace. Again, officially June 23rd with Earth, Wind, and Fire. That'll be a heck of a show. Collective Soul, love Collective Soul, July 21st. Josh Turner, July 28th. Gabriel Iglesias, the comedian, also a show in July, on July 29th. Dwight Yoakam, August 19th. Counting Crows, August 25th. REO Speedwagon, September 8th. Chicago, September 15th, and uh, new shows they just added last week. Now, officially, you can get tickets for Foreigner, Rodney Carrington, and Aaron Lewis. You also have Beats and Bites coming up, again, beginning in May, not too far away. Uh, in fact, two weeks from Saturday will be the first Beats and Bites show outdoors at Riverwind, also presented by Coop Aleworks. 38th special and Blue Oyster Cult on uh, June 10th. We'll have the Gin Blossoms and Tonic. July 8th, Mark Chestnut, Shenandoah, and Tracy Bird, and then August 26th, Gary Allen. Some great shows coming uh, outdoors and indoors at Riverwind Casino. You can get your tickets online at riverwind.com. For the uh, Beats and Bite shows, they're only 10 a apiece. And uh, we're just beginning rolling out these artists and bands again, coming to the uh, Showplace Theater again, and many more to come, and they're all going to be awesome. Uh, great little venue to see a show, and outdoors is special at Beats and Bites as well. Again, get your tickets online to uh, the shows at the Showplace and the Beats and Bites Outdoor Concert Series at Riverwind.com, or if you're at the casino, very simple, go by the uh, box office right there in front of the Showplace Theater. Another reason why Riverwind Casino is simply the best. All right, uh, somebody asked me, who was that? Oh, Romulus. Steely, what was the strangest media experience you ever encountered at OU? Strangest media experience. Um I don't know about strange, but I think back to one uh, interview that I had when uh, Troy Aikman the, uh, the, they had the freshman practices started, and uh, Troy Aikman was one of the guys that I got to interview uh, after his first first or second freshman practice, and he was really polite, nice, you know, um, all of that, and uh, remember, Troy Aikman looked like he was going to be going to Oklahoma State, and the King got involved, and uh, ends up at Oklahoma, but he was super uh, – not that he was scary, or anything, but he was real reserved and real quiet. And, you know, the answers were like, you know, eight seconds to every question. And, look, probably one of his first experiences ever with a seasoned member of the media. Not really. But I, I think about that because then I also remember um, – you know, because Troy has become one of the great commentators in the NFL, one of the great color analysts uh, in the uh, in the National Football League. And just remembering, you know, him coming in as a true freshman at Oklahoma, and I wouldn't say awkward, but you could tell he was like, yeah, sure, I, I can talk to you for a minute. And then it was like, well, it was, you know, it's great, felt good out there. You know, boom. Those were the kind of answers I got. But he was just a young kid at that time. And then I can remember, I I think back to Troy Aikman a lot, because I can remember going out to uh, Thousand Oaks, California, for the Dallas Cowboys camp when I was working in TV in uh, Wichita Falls. So we went out to cover the Cowboys camp. And Troy, they had drafted Troy. He was obviously the uh, number one pick in the 88 draft when it was Tony Mander at second to Green Bay. And then Barry Sanders third to the Lions. But... It was very bizarre because the Cowboys also got Steve Walsh in the supplemental draft, I think is where they picked him up. And Troy was already there. And I can remember Steve Walsh running from the locker room out of the practice field. And uh, Troy Aikman at that time, their second-team offense was out there, and Troy Aikman kind of had his helmet off looking like, really, you're bringing this guy in? But I, I, that's the one I go back to in terms of kind of weird looking back on it was the first time I got a chance to talk to Troy Aitman. Of course, he was at Oklahoma and gone in a flash after the uh, Miami game when Jerome Brown broke his leg, led to Jamel Holloway taking over the offense and OU winning the national championship, and eventually uh, Troy obviously ended up at UCLA playing for Terry Donahue. So that's all I got on that. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Parker, what do we have?
1: From Salmon, Tulsa, Steely, I'm old. And proudly cheered on a few of the Kings' worst teams while in school and building towards the 85 natty. I think Switzer would agree that at Oklahoma, anything short of the big prize is unacceptable. I think BV gets that too. Hopefully it's very soon. I thought waiting from 85 to 2000 was going to kill me. But this mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Cheers.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And, look, Barry, uh, there were some people that weren't very happy with Barry Switzer in, like, the 82, 83 seasons. But that recruiting clash that came in with all those guys that eventually, you know, turned it back around. And the Sooners became dominant again. Uh, you know, they won that national title in 85. Then they, they there was one team that Oklahoma, you know, that was Oklahoma's kryptonite during that time. And it was Miami. Miami had great speed on defense, and, uh, you know, I wouldn't say they totally figured out how to stop the wishbone, but they certainly slowed it down. And they did it with great athletes on defense, too, not just offense, and um, particularly linebackers, and uh, they could run, and secondary guys that would come up and hit you. So, yeah, the Sooners uh, issue after they won that 85 title, at least for a while, certainly was Miami.
1: From the 918, Steely, it's an honest and fair question, but the combination of the horrendous schedule, 11 a.m. kickoffs, kicking for chicken, and overall inability to create an exciting game day atmosphere just wake me up when we're out of this conference. Now, I tell you what, I took a stray today. There have been others that have taken strays on the Air Comfort Solutions text line over the last few weeks. I don't think anybody has taken as many strays this spring on the text line as kicking for chicken. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, it's been mentioned more than a few times. That's right. You know, it's going to be uh, refreshing to have new teams coming in, right? It will be. And uh, new places to go visit for Sooner fans who travel. It's going to be a completely new experience. But, again, you were the king of this conference for so long, and now, you know, in the battle, in, in the Game of Thrones right now, you're you're not uh, you're not on the winning. You know, on, it's Alabama, it's Georgia sitting at the head table, Alabama in the second chair, and then the Sooners are going to be in the mix with a lot. You know, some other teams that are vying to get to that level. Right? It'll be who's in the mix? Oklahoma, LSU. Um, who do you think would be if Georgia? Uh, Georgia's one and Bam is one a. Who's on that next here? Ohio with State. OU? I'm talking about just the SEC though.
1: Oh, in the SEC specifically. Um, yeah, yeah. I would say LSU. I would say Tennessee is getting there.
0: Yeah, and Tennessee.
1: I think. I think Florida has been there in recent years. They're they're not there right now, but they have the opportunity to get back if Billy Napier can turn things around.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, and look, we're, we're prone to hyperbole sometimes in the media. Certainly if you're, you know, on ESPN or whatever and some of the ridiculous takes you see just for engagement. Hopefully we never go that far. But this is arguably the most important Oklahoma football season they've had in a long time because, like I said, you have uh, – you were uh, going down the highway and the engine stalled, man, and you're off on the side of the road. you got to get back on the highway, and you've got to get going smoothly again. You can't afford, like I said, with this schedule, I think anything. I think the floor should be nine. I think you should at least well, win ten games, get some momentum back.
1: To that point, here's a text to, before we hit a break from 918 Rod. He says, no less than ten wins with this schedule. If it's less than ten wins, then there are major problems. Tulane went from two to ten to twelve to two or uh, Mm -hmm. two and ten to twelve and two in one season and beat Mule Shoe in a New Year's six bowl with about a third of the talent that this OU team has. So no excuses, not this year.
0: Yeah. All right. Break time I'm here at Cabin's group. Gary and the crew will do great work for you. Mold investigation, water extraction, sewage extraction, structural drying, mold removal, emergency structural issues. Uh, they'll take care of those. They've got the 12-yard dumpster rentals that they will come pick up for you. They have everything you need. Like I said, think of Cavins as like Mariano Rivera coming out of the bullpen. When you need you need a closer, think of Cavens In Norman, Oklahoma City, 405-573-3048. Tulsa, 918-282-7612. Back with Caden McFarland on the Riverwind Hotline next. Here he is on the Riverwind Casino Hotline, our resident Notre Dame fan, Mr. Caden McFarland. What is, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, what would you give the movie uh, Rudy? I mean, from a fan standpoint, I'm sure you love it, but from a cinematic standpoint, everything thrown in on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you rate Rudy? Some people think it's completely overrated. Some people think it's brilliant.
3: Yeah, I don't even know where it is rated, if I'm being honest. Uh, I have watched it several times, showed it to my son recently for the first time. It holds up better than I expected. It's, I mean, a lot like Hoosiers, it's like the music is incredibly memorable. I think it was well made. I don't know, like 75, something like that. Maybe that's too high.
0: Let me check the rotten score on Rudy real quick, and let's see. Rudy, Rotten Tomatoes. Rudy, 78%. You're in the ballpark right Pretty there. 78. On. There hey, you go. Hey,
1: the more important question we have to ask you on this Thursday, Caden, is you, you got to pick a side. Are you Team Thune or Team TJ today?
3: Oh, I don't know what we're talking about. I, TJ Eckert's been a big part of my morning. Uh, I'll go Team Thune because you once came to my defense in a nasty little dust-up with Jeff Ketchum on uh Yes, that's right. Yeah. He, I don't, I don't really he came off name. the top
0: rope for you in that matchup. Yeah. You're right. Now uh, he's I, talking I, in I this hope you're
3: issue not facing T J in golf.
0: No, no, no. He's talking okay. about our T.J., T.J. Perry in the morning. Oh. You now and which is great to know that the Tulsa T V guys get along so well, which is great. But Parker, why don't you play him the clip? Because here here's the setup. All right, Caden. You're you're of good sound mind. You're a reasonable person. I'd love to have you on my jury if I was up for something, you know really bad but and who knows maybe that can happen but anyway the knipplemeyer chevrolet text line is our new sponsor knipplemeyer chevrolet they've been around a long time great dealership and everything but some of the people on the text line have taken to calling it the nit the nip uh-huh. and sure. parker yeah. has kind of gone along with that now i want you to listen to first you hear the voice of toby Rowland this morning and then you'll hear tj perry chime in Uh, Let's play that clip and see how Caden feels about it.
2: The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Sometimes, just when I want to feel hip, I just call it the Knippelmeyer text line. (laughs)
3: Thank you. Uh, Thank you for not calling it what the guys in the afternoon call it. That's uncomfortable.
2: Are they still making the jokes about it? Yes. Grow up. Like all of you, grow up. I I said this last week, didn't I? Didn't I get on to everyone last week? You did. Quit being idiots. It's not funny. Except to Parker Thune, who's like a 40-year-old virgin, and he's like giggles at everything, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. That is so, the exchange the last, right there.
3: The last line The last line feels uncalled for, but I, I sort of understand what brought about the outrage. Uh, as an old man myself, I just don't have it in me to laugh at some of those jokes anymore. I, I work with a lot of young people, a lot of kids not far out of college. I... I, I sort of I sort of get the outrage. But I can't condone the last line, Parker's my guy, so I'm Team Thune.
0: I'm there we go. Two, there you go, there you go. The another member of Team Thune.
3: That's right. Hey, uh, really quickly, have, you have seen the video of T.J. Eckert and Mark Dagnall this morning,
0: right? I did see it, yes. Uh, oh. I felt better about my uh, my performance off the tee <laughs> recently when I saw that video because it looked like he, he hit it straight right. He's a left-hander, Dagnall, right? And it hit. surprised me! What did did they? they Obviously, had something there as a barrier between the camera lens because it looked like I was waiting for glass to shatter or something.
3: I was too. I think it was his light, or maybe just a part of his camera that was all plastic. You hear TJ laugh. You hear Mark say something else. And it is just as good a video as we will have all weekend from Cedar Ridge. I yeah, it it was great. So much.
0: Yeah, for Live Golf, which is at Cedar Ridge. They're doing the Pro-Am today, and you can find that. I know Plank retweeted that also if you want to check out Mark Gagnall, the uh, Thunder coach and the uh, the errant shot. But it sounded a lot like me and uh, my buddies, Kirk and uh, David, on the tee when we played and get together because Phil Mickelson said, hit another one. Exactly. And that's what we like to I, say a lot.
3: We had, we had a camera on Phil, uh, Channel 2 did. Uh, and he's got a pretty good poke face, but you can see there was a bit of a wry smile there. And then, Look, Dave Dahl actually hit it pretty well after. Uh, I, I think if you're not a golfer, like even if you're in a situation where on a nightly basis you perform, you know, your job in front of 20,000 people, it's different to be in a completely different context and surrounded by some cameras, and he's playing with the Mickelson group, so a lot of eyes on him, so... Choked a bit on, on the first shot, but not bad after. I, I'd say he's recovering pretty nicely
1: at the moment. The, the question is, Caden, when you make as much money as Mark Dagnall makes, how are you not better at golf? Because I feel like anybody who is in society's upper class can buy themselves out of a bad golf swing to a certain extent.
3: Well, I'm, I'm going to assume, I'm going to hope that it's just that he's got the NBA's second youngest team and he's got to spend every spare minute he has uh, grinding away. Uh, like, heck of a coach, and we know uh, from the last time he was here in Tulsa to see Bruce Springsteen, big Springsteen fan, big music guy. So, I, like, how, how can you do all of that at the same time, Parker? You know what I mean? Like, how can you be a big music guy, have a job like that, as demanding as that, and then also be really good at golf? I kind of look at it the other way. Like, I, to me, I'm not so sure that the people at the very top in society actually aren't any good at golf because they're too busy doing stuff that, you know, really matters.
0: Yeah. Cade McFarland, our guest, uh, Channel 2 and Tulsa Sports Director, joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. Now, would you say Live Golf Fever has swept Tulsa? How would you describe the atmosphere out there? Are a lot of people talking about it?
3: It's nothing like the PGA Championship one year ago. Uh, they're expecting about 10000 a day, which is, Comparable to what we had two years ago for the senior PGA championship at Southern Hills. You know what it reminded me a bit of? It, when I was a kid, I grew up in Albuquerque. We had the Albuquerque Dukes at the time. They were the AAA affiliate of the L.A. Dodgers. Had a lot of great players come through. At one point, I had uh, Pedro Martinez and Mike Piazza's autograph on a ball uh, from before they were stars.
4: But anyway, nice.
3: Daryl Strawberry was doing a rehab stint in Albuquerque. And it was a big deal. My dad made sure we got over there, got to see him. And I was excited for it as watching him in Dodger Stadium against another Major League Baseball team. You know what I mean? Like, we have it's 13 major winners in this field. Like, it's a really good field. But you show up to the practice range, and they're playing club music, and guys are wearing shorts, and it's just not quite the same. I, I, I'm I going in with an open mind. I'm not going to knock it completely. But it's it's not like having the PGA Championship come in. Um, and I'm not even sure it's, it's like having – a really good PGA Tour stop come in, but it, it's somewhere just below that, you know, in, in terms of, I think, the general fan interest, and then also the, sort of the competition. Um, it'll be interesting, you know, with the PGA Championship next week uh, to see who looks really good. Sometimes that can translate, sometimes it doesn't at all, but that's certainly on the minds of a number of these guys. Brooks Kepka was asked about it about six different ways this morning, uh, but it is a really, really good field. Some of those guys that near the top of their game. You know, Kefka finishing second at the Masters and Cam Smith and those guys. And then, you know, who's accomplished more in the history of the game than Phil Mickelson? You know, just a handful of guys. So it's a pleasure to be able to watch these guys, but it's not exactly the same. Kind of like watching Daryl Strawberry in an Albuquerque Dukes jersey.
1: Well, you say it's not exactly the same, Caden. Let me ask you, were the Albuquerque isotopes not exactly the same as the Albuquerque Dukes?
3: Do You know, Are you are you old enough to know where that that name came from the joke, sort of. The jo- No, I the didn't realize TV there was joke. a joke.
1: Mm. Fill me in. It was a,
3: it was, it was a, it was a Simpsons joke. Uh, they made and so we the, the Dodgers left, the Albuquerque Dukes went away for a season or two. I think they went to Portland. We got a new team. They wanted to give it a new name, and that was an old Simpsons joke. Homer Simpson had a a pennant, I think, that said Albuquerque Isotopes, and that's where the name came from. And they had their. Their memorabilia sale, sales went nuts, uh, you know, because of the novelty of it. But yeah, I thought you've been you've been on top of it with Chris Farley and the SNL stuff, but I got you there.
1: The yeah, Simpsons never n- never watched The Simpsons, so that is completely foreign to me.
3: Hey, you big Simpsons guy, Steely?
0: Yeah, I was back in the day, not back not so day, much yeah. now. I haven't watched but, in years, yeah. But yeah, absolutely. That in South Park, uh, because the writing is so good, and of course, South Park can get rather tawdry, but it's still uh, pretty well done. But yeah, I was a Simpsons guy for probably about the first six or seven seasons. And then I slacked off a little bit, but it's I do remember that um, the Albuquerque, uh, uh, how that came together, which was kind of a cool yeah. deal. Hey, Caden. We always appreciate your time. Thank you. Have fun out there watching the golfers, and uh, we will be talking again soon. Appreciate you.
3: Anytime, fellas. You bet.
1: Thank you.
0: Caden McFarland, joining us, Channel Two Sports Director and
1: valued member of Team Thune.
0: He, yeah, he's on Team Thune now. Uh, I wonder if uh, TJ is. Wait, TJ is heading out though, isn't he? Isn't he heading to DC uh, tomorrow? He is. So he may be looking to go there to get some congressional approval to uh, sanction you or something. Who knows? Maybe that's why he's going to D.C. Of course, nothing really gets done in D.C. There's no compromise, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here at Cavens Group. Love being out here. Appreciate all the text today. Thanks to Cade McFarland. Lib, golf, Tulsa begins tomorrow. One former Sooner in the field, Abraham Answer. Five former Cowboys, Taylor Gooch, CH3, Matthew Wolf, Eugenio Chicara, and Peter Uline representing the Cowboys. Be right back. Let's get as many texts in as we can before we leave you at two right here on the ref. All right, if you want to eliminate uh, reading glasses, you know, you've always got to have that uh, correction, get the old man glasses out. Or if you're over uh, 40, well over 40 like me, and you're either farsighted or nearsighted, you need to call my friend Dr. Bellardo. Eagle Vision. That's what he gave me back in the day. Eagle Vision. And uh, I've known him for years and years, totally trust him and his team over there at Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. So if you uh, want to give them a call, I would highly suggest it. They will do a great job, 405-755-7700. Get your free consultation from Dr. B, Dr. Bellardo, or go to ALCOK.com, Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Uh, they will do great work for you. And uh, I truly believe this. If Gordon Reese had known about what the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center could do, if he had seen Dr. Bellardo back in the day, the Sooners would have gotten the call at Oregon. Gordon Reese would have never gotten those angry phone calls from Sooner fans threatening him on his home phone. This all could have been resolved all the way back then by Dr. Bellardo and his team at the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. But he didn't make the call. He didn't make the call, and his reputation was never the same. So you need a little corrective vision going on. Uh, Dr. B and his team there at Advanced Laser and Cataract Center, place to call, 405-755-7700. As they say over there, if you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. All right. Let's get a few more texts in, Parker. We're getting locked in here in about seven or eight minutes with you and Tyler. Let's do it. From the 918,
1: KREF Army, we shall bear arms, in this case opposable thumbs, to defend the honor of our fearless leader, Sergeant-at-Arms, Brigadier General, Master Chief Parker Thune. Also, KREF Army, wait, we got to get up at what time to start texting at TJ for (laughs) his transgressions?
0: Uh, it's too good. I like it. I like it. Good stuff. Creativity happening today on the tax line. Usually happens every day, too. 405-651-3439. canipelmeyer Chevrolet text line.
1: Five-star Randy makes a good point. He says, we may not be able to get a true read on this team, referring to OU in 2023, until the season is over. They will definitely be better, but if the competition isn't better, we still may have doubts. 10-2 and sounds good, but some will inevitably say we should have gone 12-0. and
0: Oh, yeah. You're always going to have that crowd. There's no doubt about it. You're always going to have those people that it's never good enough. But uh, I don't know. Like I said, I I think ten wins would be nice. You know, if you get a bowl game or maybe you get, you know, the the conference championship thrown in, obviously that, that would be even better. But, um, you know, you can't drop off another disaster like that. And there's no way that should happen with uh, this schedule they have. It just – You know, like I said, I really think the bottom floor should be nine wins. That's bottom right there.
1: Jay from Medill says, I'm 100% going to use my KREF Army card and make it a point to troll these grown-up morning guys in the name of my boy PT. By the way, please unblock me daily on the nip line during locked in, LOL.
0: Hmm. So wait a minute. We've got somebody who has been in uh, text line purgatory for a while. I, there? I think
1: I think what the inference there is is that they're not blocked yet, but they will be after they come after. The ah,
0: I gotcha. See, you're you're a whole bunch smarter than me, Thune. There's no doubt about it.
1: <laughs> Sugar Shane in Newcastle <laughs> simply says the nip, the nip, the nip, the nip, the nip, the nip. <laughs> it goes on for. 150, 200 straight lines. Patrick says, am I supposed to hate TJ now? No. No. Apparently Patrick said, just tuned in. Did I miss anything? Yes, you've missed quite a lot, Patrick. But no, you're not supposed to hate TJ. We're all on the same team here at the ref.
0: We are, but sometimes, you know, Daryl Strawberry and Keith Hernandez got into it during a team photo at spring training. It's kind of like what happened here.
1: Yeah, it didn't happen a couple of years ago with Jonathan Papelbon and Bryce Harper.
0: Mm, I believe so, yes. Got I remember into a
1: shoving match in the dugout.
0: Daryl Strawberry, I, if the audio was correct, I believe he said, I've been tired of your ass for years <laughs> to Keith Hernandez, probably because he was smoking in the dugout. Well, so was Daryl Strawberry, but it was just, well, I think they both actually were into the uh, the white powder as well. That Mets team.
1: You're talking about cornstarch?
0: Yes, they were. They both were addicted to cornstarch, absolutely. So there you go. Okay, I uh, want to thank the crew here at Cayman's. They're always awesome out here. They Not only do they have smiles on their faces, they've got pleasant dispositions. The ladies out here are really cool, and they've got great snacks as well. Missing Duke today, but Duke I'm sure is – Trying to get ready for the severe weather that's rolling in here in a little bit. All right. want to thank you guys for all your texts today, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Check out their inventory at knippelmeyer.com, and keep those texts rolling in for locked in with Parker and Tyler McComas. I know you will. That is coming up next. Tomorrow out at another one of my favorite places, the one and only Riverwind Casino. Can't wait to see Justin and the crew out there tomorrow. Everybody have a great Thursday. We'll see you.